Another edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. And joined with me today, well, let's run down some of the names here. Run them down. Formerly known as D.O. Madden, as Mace, as Marseille. Uh, former WWE superstar, soon to be hottest free agent on the on the wrestling scene, Mace Madden. Forty days and counting. Forty days. We're we're almost out. <laughs> it's Brennan Williams. Brennan, how are you today? I'm great, Bob. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic, and I'm very psyched to talk to you here today. So I appreciate you taking the time here. Of course. But uh, we got all these juicy questions. 99 of them, apparently. Rumor has it. <laughs> Rumor no has it. Me. Says so on the tin. 99. <laughs> uh, but before we dive into them, we got a couple terms and conditions, a couple ground rules just to cover up front. Okay. Uh, like ground rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer a question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding, I want to hear that story. Okay. Uh, ground rule number two. Uh, nice topical reference for everybody. Uh, this isn't a Wolf Blitzer interview by any means here. Uh, <laughs> this this is not meant to be a gotcha interview. Where's the, where's the hard-hitting question? <laughs> we need to get to the truth about the guy with the modeling gimmick in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> so many headlines. We need the juicy details. <laughs> Uh, but if there's any questions that you want to pass over, no judgment, no worries, we can pass, no problem. Uh, and grand rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, uh, by the English language, some of these aren't questions, some of these are words I just put a question mark at the end of, I might throw in a follow-up off the cuff, uh, we're just gonna let those slide for now. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a stickler for the grammar, if it's not a question, then it doesn't count. Oh boy, we're gonna run into some trouble around the twenty-three, twenty-four question that was, mark. I that was in honors English in the eighth grade. So <laughs> Oh no. I, I'm going to I take questions, queries very seriously. Well, I apologize to Brennan's AP or Honors English teachers. Honors. It wasn't AP. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Everly. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Everly. Uh, hey, the first of those non-counting questions, uh, the Miss Everly honorary question here. <laughs> Brennan, are you ready? I'm ready. Beautiful. Actual. Question number one. What's the perfect breakfast? Perfect breakfast. So, controversially, not controversially, I'm a big proponent of breakfast all day, every day. Yes. If I could choose one meal on which to eat for the rest of my life, it would be breakfast. So um, there's a lot of perfect breakfast to me. Mm -hmm. uh, it depends on whether or not it's a, uh, a cheating meal day or a regular meal day. But I would, uh, I would fight someone over a good stack of pancakes. Ooh. You putting some some butter, some syrup on there yep. too, and almost like a almost like a good steak 
that doesn't need uh, sauce. If you have a good pancake, you only need a little bit of syrup, a little bit of butter. Oh, you got yeah. you got something good, and then uh, a nice tall glass of orange juice. Um, you ever drink water in the morning, like first thing in the morning? It doesn't taste as good. Yeah. Orange juice is the opposite of that. Orange juice tastes 100% better first thing in the morning. It's a sliding scale. It's yeah. better in the morning. It slightly gets worse as the day goes Orange on. Orange juice kind of doesn't taste good after like noon. I don't think. Mm-mm. I don't know why. Science is out on it, but yeah. it's bad at dinner. Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> Question two. Who's the coolest dude? The, okay. General. General coolest dude. Just coolest dude. The coolest dude, the guy that I always wanted to be like, and a uh, bit obscure, but I'm a big, uh, as I'm an anime guy, I'm a, a Japanese culture guy. Uh, my favorite artist of all time is a singer named Gact. He was the lead singer for a hair metal band in like the 90s called Malice Miser, went solo. And uh, since then, he just kind of finds something that he likes. So, like, he liked Common Rider. So he says, I'm going to be in Common Rider. Um, he said, I like uh, Gundam. So he's just, he put himself in Gundam. There's several <laughs> video games that uh, just use his likeness. Um, huh. Several Final Fantasy characters just based off of him. That's who, that's, he's so cool. That's what I want to be like. That's, I, I uh, in my, in my Twitter profile, my Twitter x.com profile. Um, it says American Gak because that's what I long to be is Gak. All right. Well, I can tell you right now this is gonna be a Wikipedia rabbit hole. You will have sent me down looking yes. up Gakt. Yeah. Uh look up Gak. It sounds pretty cool to me. Trophies in the mail. <laughs> Question three steak, chicken, or fish? I am an enlightened pescatarian. So I only eat fish uh, for protein. My, the rest of my family is a bunch of vegetarians, but um, I eat fish because I need to stay huge. And um, <laughs> so I guess it's fish for me. I miss a really good steak. If if I uh, if it was in my lifetime, it would be steak all the time. But probably fish now. I like it. I like it. Question four: Best gift you've ever gotten? When? Uh, one of my life defining gifts oh. was uh, when I was a young when I was a young boy. My uh, dad and we talked about this for a little bit before we started recording. My dad played professional football, yeah. and um, so uh, back then they would have to go to a training camp and they'd be gone for like a month in the summer. <clears throat> so um, I remember vividly we, we were in Seattle when my dad was playing with the Seahawks. And uh, he left for training camp, and he brought me back a box set of um, Dragon Ball Z. And if you remember at the time, if you got a VHS box set of Dragon Ball Z, it's one of those things where if you put them all, you line them all up, then it makes a picture. Yeah, like the spines of them would have a continuous It would make one picture. Yeah. And that was the that was the gift that sent me on the downward spiral into being the <laughs> the biggest strongest nerd in the history of sports and entertainment. Which is not a bad moniker if you want to go. Good. That. I might I might keep that. <laughs> All I need is ten percent. No, that's uh... <laughs> question five. Flipping the script here. Best gift 
you've ever given? Best gift I've ever given is actually the opposite. Was um, my wife uh, when we were in college? I, I really because my family were a bunch of gift givers. Like we always give big gifts and stuff for holidays and birthdays and all that. Yeah. So um, my wife, I, uh, when I she was then my girlfriend, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get her a, a really like uh, earth moving gift. I'm gonna set. I'm gonna give her the best gift ever. And she had mentioned, um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in learning how to play the guitar. So I got her a guitar for Christmas. And then she was like, yeah, I'm not going to learn how to play guitar. I don't really want this. And I was like, oh. And I had already gotten it for her. So then I, I took it back. <laughs> and then uh, I went to the mall, as you do, mm -hmm. uh, in a pre-Amazon world. And I got her uh, a bracelet. I was like, oh, women, women like bracelets. And uh, not thinking, my vegetarian, basically vegan wife, I, it had like a leather strap, like an idiot. She was like, oh, it's got a leather strap. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> so I took it back. <laughs> and uh, then I just didn't give her a gift. And we don't really give each other gifts. But the mutual understanding of not giving each other gifts is the best gift ever because I never have to worry about it. The greatest gift of all is no, no gift. gift at all. Yes. Uh, the more you know. <laughs> Question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a professional football player. And then when I was done being a professional football player, I wanted to become a pro wrestler. So far, so good. <laughs> two for two. I two mean... for two. Just <laughs> <laughs> Checking those boxes. Question seven. This is a biggie. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? Largest animal I could beat in a fight. I think I could beat a horse. Oh. But it's all very dependent on the angle at which I attack it. <laughs> so you approach a you approach a horse from behind, obviously it's over. You're done for. Washed. Yeah, it's yep. over. That, that back kick, is, it's over. I think I'm a big, strong guy. If I get that horse in a front face lock and those skinny legs and I just put all my weight onto, like, giving it a DDT, basically, and just yeah. choke it out, I think I could beat a horse. How has no one given a horse a DDT before? <laughs> it, seems, it's, it seems like the best way to beat a horse hand-to-hand, -hand, right? Truly. They're it's they're asking for it. I surely, mean, surely there's uh there's evidence of a knight. There were two <laughs> knights jousting in the in the joust. One of them falls off, catches it in a hurricane DDT, <laughs> drops the horse. The other knight falls off. Ye old DDT. Ye old DDT. <laughs> Question eight: Who's someone you look up to? Corny answer: I look up to my parents. Um. Also, corny answer, I, I look up to my wife a lot. Mm -hmm. um, she, she's been there with me through a lot of weird ups and downs. Um, I don't necessarily have a, the most conventional job path. And um, she's uh, been there for, you know, going on leaps of faith to uh, uh, the first time I ever, like when I stopped playing football, I was like, okay, well, uh, I'd like to start training to wrestle. Uh, I met Booker T in Houston, and uh, I'd like to 
um, train with him so I can get a WWE tryout. And she was like, all right, let's go. We moved to Houston and we just lived there. No job. <laughs> just, wow. just figured it out. So um, kind of the same thing now. We're just figuring it out. But she's uh, she holds it down. She allows me to be kind of a man child. And I appreciate <laughs> that a lot. Incredible. Question nine. First album you bought with your own money. You might know the name of it. It, it was uh, it was the first Britney Spears album. Oh, uh, was just... what, what was it called? Was it um, was it just Oops, I Did It Again? I think it was Oops, I Did It Again. Yeah, I think it was Oops, I Did It Again, because uh, when I was a kid, I only listened to like baby music, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And uh, at some point I had a, a god sister who had the Britney Spears album on, an, on a on a Walkman. Perfect. And I was like, whoa, there's nothing about wheels on a bus on this on this album. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I went out and I got that. <laughs> it's a banger. Listen. It's a banger. It's 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 very well produced pop music. I'll always appreciate a very well put together pop album. Absolutely. Uh, question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Like, there's the obvious ones. Like, in, in my head, Even Flow was the first one that came to mind, so that must be it. Mm. That's Yeah, that might be it. That might be it. My spirit said it when you said it, so I was like, yeah, okay, that's, that's it. I'll, I'll go with Even Flow. Yeah. Well, your voice got real nice and guttural for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, something, there's, something, there's something really appealing about just... <laughs> you don't really know the words, but nobody knows the words. As long as you know the word even flow, you could yeah. ride out the next even two flow. minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how I was. Uh, I just said uh, to a friend on Twitter who was doing a cover of uh, Dragula. Mm. And I was like... He he had a video and it had the lyrics and I was like I had no idea those were the words. <laughs> I thought it was just do the dishes and dad do the dishes and dad do the top of my drag you. It's the same thing. It's the same yeah. thing as you You know Dragula. The rest you you you're just head to bobbing. It doesn't yeah. matter what's happening. Question eleven. Last song you listened to. Uh, last song I listened to was uh, Face Your Fears by Utada. It's the uh, opening song of the last Kingdom Hearts game. Or I think it was the last. It's Kingdom Hearts 3. I, I don't think they've come up with a new Kingdom Hearts since. No, that's that's the last one so far. Yeah. I'm sure they'll come up with more math-based titles. Kingdom shortly, Hearts but... 3 plus 1, Element OP, XYZ. <laughs> Over 32 days. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I love a title that makes me do uh, some real hard algebra. Yeah. Question 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? I um, am the biggest System of a Down fan. Ooh. And um, they obviously they broke up for a bit. I think they're back together and touring now. Uh, but myself and Mansoor, we have we've said if a system of a down concert was anywhere near us, we'd drop everything and go. <laughs> oh yeah. Well worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thirteen. A song that brings the most emotion out of you. 
I don't know if it's the song, but uh, it's funny that you bring that up because I was just listening to um, this week because uh, the finale of Attack on Titan happened last week. So I watched that last week. And uh, my TikTok algorithm is now showing me a bunch of Attack on Titan stuff. Mm. And I was reminded of how good the song um, Under the Tree. um, It's one of the, I think it's the opening song for one of the final season episodes or whatever. And uh, I was listening to it and I was like, man, it's really like hitting me. (laughs) It's hitting me kind of hard. Like I'm kind of getting choked up right now. (laughs) Maybe it's like, it's the it's the thing where when you watch a show over the course of like 10 years and then it's over and then everything about that show kind of just makes you like, man, I remember where I, where I was 10 years ago when I first started watching that show. Yeah. <laughs> like ingrained nostalgia. Yeah, no, exactly. Is... And it wasn't even like that song didn't come out that long ago, but it just reminds you of, of the times. Yeah. The journey. The journey. Yeah. Uh, question 14. What's your favorite music video? It's got to be the greatest music video, Thriller. Ooh. I used to really like, so when I was a kid, um, and this can't be used against me in a court of law. Of course. But as many kids did, I had uh, LimeWire, mm. and I used it to download music videos because this was before YouTube. And um, whenever, like, I, I obviously I was not active for most of uh, Michael Jackson's early career, and I, I was born in '91, so I had a, a few years of Michael Jackson. But I, I I remember downloading a bunch of his music videos because Bro invented music videos, basically. Yeah, and they're all like movies. <laughs> that was the best part of it. They're incredible, and they hold up so well. I yeah. will say. Because they're movies. That's why it's they don't they don't really date themselves too much. They're just big, well produced epics. Yeah. And they're all ten minutes long and they have like a weird extended version of the track. With like Vincent Price in there. It's yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Uh question fifteen. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? If I had a million dollars to go to charity, I'd definitely give it to uh, some sort of pediatric children's um, care. Uh, I I got really passionate about helping out uh, sick kids. When I was in college, one of my uh, upperclassmen made a a big point because I went to University of North Carolina. We had a hospital on campus. And um, every week before the games, uh, certain guys would go to the hospital and visit the kids that were in the hospital. And um, what I, I really I really appreciate that upperclassman for uh, not not forcing it on me, but kind of just like exposing me to that because it really puts things into perspective whenever you're feeling down about the state of things. If you get fired from WWE, you always remember that it's like, hey, listen, like we've got it really good. And you owe it to the people who don't have it really good to make the most out of the situation you've got. Really well said. 16. Favorite holiday. It's it's Christmas. Mm. Christmas. Yeah, everybody gets together. Um, it's Christmas Eve is my oldest daughter's birthday. Oh. 
Christmas has been pretty fire lately. Like every my whole thing, and because I've got all the grandkids, everybody comes to me. So it's the lowest effort holiday. <laughs> um, not bad. Yeah, Halloween close second. Candy, apple cider, just cost- yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm from I'm from um I'm from New England. So uh like Halloween is kind of like the 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 start of like oh you get to go apple picking and get like caramel apples and stuff. So I, it's not necessarily a Halloween thing, but I like fall. Yeah. Which I which I never get anymore in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of just get one season basically. Yeah, I get I get uh warm. <laughs> Summer or summer light? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question 17. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? You're having Dunkin' Donuts right now. I certainly am. Something that I don't... They discontinued, which mm-hmm. should be a crime, is the Dunkachino. Oh. The Dunkachino was my crack. When I was in high school, <laughs> when I was in high school and they let the, uh, the seniors like leave for a period, I would go to the Dunkin' Donuts because in, uh, West Roxbury, there's a freaking Dunkin' Donuts on every, every block. I believe so that. Yeah. wherever you are, there's a Dunkin' Donuts within walking distance. And I'd pick up the tallest Dunkachino, <laughs> which I don't know what, cause I I've since gone to a Dunkin' Donuts and been like. You, I know you don't do Dunkachinos anymore, but can I get like a half hot chocolate, half coffee or something? Yeah. And uh, they've done it for me, but it's never tasted the same. So I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's magic. It's the Dunkachino difference. There's yeah. something in there. Question 18. This is, a, this is a biggie here. All right. Spell the word gray. G-R-A-Y. Wow. Wow. Team AY with no hesitation. Yeah. You love to say it. <laughs> what are you? <sighs> I think in my heart I'm an AY, but I think I aspire to be an EY at the end of the what day. Are you, what are you, British? <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell fairy? <laughs> oh, I'm putting IEs and... I-F-A-I-E-R... I'm putting those weird... AEs that are merged yeah, yeah, together from an AE thingy. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> that you we, only we see on like Magic the Gathering cards. I don't yeah, know. we don't need to we don't need to spell like them anymore. <laughs> we, we can break this cycle. <laughs> and it starts with the AY. <laughs> Question 19. What's your prized possession? Um, I don't know if it's just one. I've got a bunch of uh anime figurines. You can see them. Over there, oh, yeah, yeah. They've been uh, they've been all over the country with me. It's like one of the one things that <laughs> I don't I don't tend to lose in a move. So it's probably that, uh, or maybe um, I've got these two cool bass guitars that I don't play also on the wall over there. All my prized <laughs> possessions are. It's probably my office. My office, right? I, like I can look at everything I care about. Uh, like that's a material good that's in here because I only have one room in my house. Uh, my record player is pretty sweet. My computer that I'm talking to you on is my favorite thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not too shabby, yeah. Uh, question 20. Are you competitive? No, not really. Um, I should be. 
I've always had like the um because I played professional sports. So like I've always had like the idea that you don't perform as well if you're not competitive. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, when I stopped depending on uh, having to win things, <laughs> I kind of stopped being competitive. It kind of just stopped. I'm I'm pretty non-confrontational, so it's not I don't know. It's not worth it's not worth getting upset over. It's not one of the things that I'm gonna get upset over. Although yeah. I uh I hate playing Mario Party. Well, Mario Party will screw you. I it's mean, not compe- it's not competitive at that point. It's just like fate. And then every time I play it, I'm reminded about like how fate hates me. <laughs> <laughs> every time the star goes out for like who landed on the most question mark spaces? It's like yeah. I'm just gonna rip the cartridge out. Cause like what yeah. are we doing here anymore? <laughs> Unbelievable. Why would you do that? Uh question twenty one. Do you consider golf a sport? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Golf's a sport. I think NASCAR's a sport. Mm. I think sport's just something that you uh, like that you have to train really hard for. I think esports are sports. Anything that like you had to actually dedicate yourself to put hours in, I think that's a sport. Very fair. Uh, 22. This is a silly question. Have you ever played any sports? Uh, one or two. <laughs> okay. I was really only good at one. <laughs> um, I played a lot. I got, my my parents wanted me to play a sport every season, um, but I wasn't like I was. I'm tall, but I wasn't particularly good at basketball. I'm strong, but I wasn't particularly good at track and field. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I played a little. I played a little ball back okay. in back in the day. <laughs> Twenty three favorite sport to watch. I don't like watching sports. Okay. Um, the my biggest thing was like I used to hate watching. I played football. I haven't watched football since my brother's last big game. Probably. I, I like I check in for Super Bowl commercials, but like, um. I re- I really don't I don't watch sports. I I used to famously fall asleep unless I was watching a game that I was in. So I guess I'm just a narcissist. <laughs> um, it's amazing. So uh, the competitive Pokemon finals every year that go on around like Thanksgiving time. That's my big. That's my big sport. That gets big. And they start sword dancing and baton passing. Oh, oh. yeah. I, I like to see what the new meta is every time uh, <laughs> Every time I tune in. Because I used to be really into the meta, but then I fell off and then I felt like it passed me by. <laughs> uh, question 24. Theme parks? I live in Orlando. So I, I, don't, have the, I don't have a choice. My kids don't even realize that, uh, that Animal Kingdom isn't just what the zoo is. Like we just say we're going to the zoo and then we go to Animal Kingdom or we're, oh, we're going to go to the park. It's freaking Disney World. <laughs> <sighs> so yes, theme parks. Not too shabby. Uh, question twenty-five, dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring, and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to that ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? I've uh, thought about this question a lot. Perfect. Um, I don't think there is any amount of nine-year-olds that can beat me. Wow. 
if there are infinite nine-year-olds, it's not a matter of do the nine-year-olds overtake me? Mm -hmm. It's a matter of do I get tired and then start getting bored? <laughs> um, which when fighting nine-year-olds, which I have about a nine-year-old, and uh, I could I could beat the crap out of her. <laughs> <laughs> so so the answer to how many nine-year-olds could defeat you is infinite, infinite, infinite nine-year-olds. It would be like a perpetual motion uh, machine. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm we're gonna try to sell the pay per view on infinite nine-year-olds. Mace versus <laughs> infinite nine-year-olds. See what we can do here. On on IPPV or whatever the kids are doing these days. My pride, my Saiyan pride wouldn't allow me to be felled <laughs> by a nine-year-old. <laughs> oh, I'd love to say it. Uh, question 26. What's a game you know you can win? I'm not good at games. I'm not good at many games. I like a lot of games that I'm not very good at. <laughs> What game am I unique? Oh, Beyblade. Beyblade. Oh. I know I can win Beyblade. There you go. I've, I have won publicly Beyblade in the past year. We had a Beyblade tournament on Up, Up, Down, Down. And um, I won because I was the only one who had Beyblades at home. <laughs> I knew all the strats. <laughs> I had put together a, a perfect bay. I, I have not been Perfect in the competitive game. Beyblade scene, but it was, it's like when I was a kid, it, it was my absolute favorite thing. Back when they used to have like the heavy metal rings in the Beyblades, they don't yeah. have it anymore. But um, yeah, oh, I, I could win Beyblade. I believe in you. That's what we'd sell the pay per view on. You reach under the ring for a foreign object, pull out a couple Beyblades, let it rip. Let them rip. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just think of the engagement. <laughs> uh, 27. What topic can you discuss the most? Evangelion. Ooh. Not even just anime. In it's one specific anime I've yeah. watched. Hours upon hours of video essays. I know everything about that series. It's my absolute favorite uh, anime of all time. Uh, there's a Ray figurine inside my computer. I have like six of them on my shelf over there wow. <laughs> um i know that series inside and out production um the show itself everything it's impressive uh 28 favorite place you visited interestingly it's probably paris oh we did a house show we did a euro tour and um, we had a house show in Paris, and it was like the first time we had been there um, in years, like as WWE. Yeah. And uh, I'd never been there before. And before the show, we got there uh, early enough that I could walk around uh, Paris, and uh, it sucked. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> there was, I, there was literally, I, I, I kid you not. We were walking to a uh, baguette stand because we were looking for baguettes for the show because we wanted to do a spot with baguettes. Perfect. And uh, we walked past a bench 
and there was a turd this long sitting on the bench. And it was the shape. You just knew it was a human turd. It wasn't an animal turd. It was just a human turd lay across the bench. Um, and it doesn't sound like it's my favorite trip, but we had my favorite show of all time in Paris because the crowd was so starving for wrestling content. It was easily my favorite match that I've ever had. That's amazing. We went to the uh, Eiffel Tower afterwards oh. and were swarmed by uh, not fans, just people trying to sell us crap. <laughs> <laughs> Just little garbage trinkets, laser po- like somebody was trying to sell us laser pointers so that we could point at. The- like, what do I want a laser pointer for? I can't even get this on the airplane. <laughs> Here, carry this for the next six hours. Yeah, and then guy throw was it like, away. "Hey, brother, uh, this this laser pointer it'll it'll point to the moon." I'm like, "So I'm 30." <laughs> <laughs> Incredible turd and all. Question 29. What's your catchphrase? Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> That's not bad. It is what it is. It is what it is. Question 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? So I missed out on a lot of costumes. Because we didn't do Halloween when I was a kid. Oh. I know I said Halloween is my second favorite holiday. But we didn't do it. Uh, for the better part of my childhood. So I um, missed out on a lot of them. But uh, the first time I went to a convention with Up, Up, Down, Down, I uh, went as uh, Steven Universe. Because oh. it was the easiest. I, so I'm, I'm big and tall. Mm-hmm. And most costumes don't come in my size. So um, th- my favorite costumes are ones that I can compile of just uh, like shirts and pants that I already have and maybe an accessory. So um, I, I was able to compile uh, the t-shirt. I had pants, I had sandals, and I just bought the cheeseburger backpack. And then uh, I got to experience what it was like to be a cute cosplay girl for one day <laughs> in my life. Because everybody was just like, oh, oh I, I know what that is. It is. It is a really good feeling walking around an expo and <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like oh, it's the I. I grew up at conventions. Uh, I went to conventions all the time when I was a kid in college. Yeah, and uh, I never cosplayed really, but um, it, there's something. There's something like just oh, I, I know the thing that you do that you also <laughs> know. We are one in this moment. Try it's your tribe. I, I had one moment of glory. I went to an anime expo in beautiful Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, where anime lives, uh, dressed <laughs> as uh, Ox King from uh, Dragon Ball. From Dragon Ball. Yeah, uh, with the that. horns. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Dad. Oh, that's a good one. You probably and, pulled that off. Because I already had the beard and I got, I just had the pink shirt and the horns and the whole deal. And I was a star for the day. That's was, a good one. That's uh, a really good one. What a great feeling. What a great feeling. 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Named so not technically. Oh. However, if you go to McDonald's, any McDonald's, <laughs> and you ask oh. for the cookie tote, doesn't say anywhere on the menu. They will give you a special box 
oh. that is made only for this cookie, uh, for this cookie tote, uh, with 13 cookies in it, and they warm it up. We call that the inside special because we discovered that on a stream like five years ago. The cookie tote. If you go to a McDonald's right now, they have they have the means to create a box <laughs> of cookies for you. I'm sorry, Brennan. We're gonna have to end the recording now. <laughs> <laughs> we can continue later. Go to McDonald's. I'm, I'm gonna need these. Th Why do they settle on 13 cookies? It's a what? yeah. It's bizarre. That is. It's a. It's one of those secret menu items. But ever since we've called it the inside special. All right. In in between this recording and when this is releasing, I will go and do this, and then Send edit in review. my findings right now. <laughs> this is future Bob Buell here with breaking news from the Ninety Nine Questions newsroom. Uh, yeah, uh, it's amazing and it's delicious, and it comes in this weird, like hexagonal yellow box uh it's amazing yeah yeah and this works all over the country we found it out in florida and we've been to many a mcdonald's across the united states of america and they have it the cookie tote my god what a world uh 32 hobby you've dedicated the most time to Lately, it's been uh, drawing. Oh. I've had a lot of free time, and I always used to draw when I was a kid instead of paying attention in school. Yeah. Uh, it's actually how I made uh, some of my best friends in high school was uh, somebody was like, oh, you draw, you draw on Dragon Ball Z? I was like, yeah, you like Dragon Ball Z? It the same. It's like the convention thing. Yeah. Um, so um, I recently... Uh, kind of got back into it because last year I got a uh, a tablet, like a really nice drawing tablet, and um, I don't know, it's it's just like it's a very good. It keep me off my phone, you know. Yeah, because <laughs> we always be on our phone. Yeah, and I don't like being on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's very meditative. You're just like oh yeah, and then it gets every time I draw something, it gets a little bit better, and I'm like yeah, nice. So yeah, that's probably it. That's amazing. I don't take it serious. I would never sell anything. I would never. I, I am not confident enough in it. I, I nobody even sees anything I draw. But it's I, I'm I'm I've made leaps and bounds since being fired. <laughs> <laughs> maybe these leaps and bounds. Maybe an Etsy shops around the corner. We don't know. Maybe don't know. maybe <laughs> all those fan art Super Saiyan sixes or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. that was to that was totally me. Oh, yeah. And I did, I did, I did design all of my t-shirts that are available on oh. four year wear. So if you look up, if you look me up on four year wear, you can see, you can get a Mace original. Look at this. Look at the brand integration. I love yep. it. They taught me something. <laughs> uh, question 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Uh, the first one was uh holly berry Ooh. that was the first one it was like that was like i was sitting at dinner with my dad and i remember it because it was like a pivotal moment in my journey as a human being <laughs> 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 and my dad was like who do you think's pretty brennan i was like holly berry and then he was like 
all right, good choice. <laughs> so I was like, yes. It wasn't even that. It wasn't even about her. It was about the validation. Dare I say, hubba hubba. That's yeah. a, an excellent choice. Thirty-five. A book you'd recommend the world to read? I don't read a lot of just just plain books. I read a lot of manga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if it's in book form, you know, I think the judges will allow it here. Okay, if it's got pages, yeah. um, I would recommend uh, my first, the first manga that I uh, got at a bookstore instead of a book, oh. which is uh, Roroni Kenshin. But <laughs> don't buy it. <laughs> Just steal it. <laughs> Don't use this in the court of law. But the guy who made it is not a great guy. <laughs> ah. You heard it here. Steal, Famously not a great guy. Steal, steal that book. <laughs> uh, 34. What's the strangest job you ever had? WWE wrestler, probably. Yeah, um, probably checks out. I was... As to uh, to bounce off of one of the other questions, mm. since I played a sport or two, certainly, um, I didn't have much time in high school. Um, we weren't allowed to have jobs in college at the time. You can now, thank goodness. Oh, but yeah, at the time, it was considered an extra benefit to have a job in college. Um, so the only normal job I've ever had was I worked at, and you might actually know of D'Angelo's. Because you're up north, yeah. D'Angelo's is a sub shop. Feel I haven't been there, but I've I've heard of it. Yeah, you know it exists, so yeah. you can verify. I've yeah. I've heard tell of D'Angelo's. Yes, my my one, the opposite of your question. My one normal job <laughs> was I worked at a D'Angelo's sub shop in Bridgewater, Massachusetts, when I was like seventeen. Thirty six, a movie. That always makes you laugh. That always makes... That's uh, uh, The Grinch. Oh, live action? Or are we talking animated? Live action Grinch. Mm. Jim Carrey. I can't wait for uh, Thanksgiving so that we can watch The Grinch. (laughs) Without fear. Without fear of the police coming and shutting (laughs) it down. I feel like that movie has gotten like a weird resurgence in the last maybe five years or so. I, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like the live action version was like hated when it came out. When it came out, because it was one of those things where people were like, "Oh, this isn't like the old thing." But then it and it happens all the time. Is like it, it's the new, it's the old thing for somebody. Yeah, you know, like yeah. there has been a Grinch since. There has been a Grinch since that Grinch. Oh, you're right. There was the Illumination Grinch. That's right. That's right. So now, so now. The nostalgia Jim is Carrey Grinch. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey's Grinch is the old Grinch. Wow. And plus, the old Grinch gave us the baby Grinch, which is <laughs> one of the greatest and most iconic images of all time. This is true. This is true. I can't argue that. 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, I've seen a lot of bad movies. But that's tricky because... Technically speaking, The Room is the worst movie, but it's also the best movie. Yeah. So, the, not even as an indictment on The Room, 
being the worst movie because I do love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the room. It's so bad it loops all the way back it's around. It's a circle. It's a circle. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the thing that I can't stand is an aggressively mid movie, like a, a nothing movie. I don't like like I'll uh, what a waste of time. But if I can like pick apart like a bad movie for two hours, well worth 15 bucks. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 38. Who's your favorite actor or actress? Good question. Maybe Gosling. Mm. I'd go with Gosling. He's good. Hit after hit. Yeah. A lot of great movies. Really does. You know what? Doing pretty all right for himself. Yeah, he's doing. He's doing. He's doing pretty good. He's had a pretty good run the past (laughs) ten years. Thirty nine. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the Raptors are running through the kitchen? It's it's pretty sick. When they're when they're hiding from the raptors in the kitchen, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's, it's it's amazing. They open it with the talons. Uh, even even though, how do you how do you feel about um, the uh, the dinosaurs not looking like that? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's like specifically the raptors. Yeah, like we like know specifically now. the raptors are like a quarter that size and look more like chickens in real life. Does it take a little bit away from it? Yeah. My answer is no, because dragons are also not real. And I would I love a, a dragon in a movie. So you know it's what? it's a fantasy movie. It is. In that universe, that's what raptors look like. Yeah. I, I just want to know, I want to know who who settled on that look for the dinosaurs at that time because they were a marketing genius for little seven-year-old boys for all time oh i had so many stuffed friggin t-rexes and just little plastic just little plastic you ever get one of those tubes one of those toy tubes that just had a bunch of like little plastic dinosaurs oh absolutely yeah there's actually there's something to be said about those because they're made of plastic which is made of you know like fossils (laughs) so in a way a toy raptor is made of the stuff of a real raptor there's evidence of the real and the imaginary you know it's deep it's a all right we gotta end this recording for (laughs) (laughs) this is blowing my mind here uh i need this cookie tote too i can't get this thing out of my brain uh question 40 first show as a kid you got really into first show as a kid that I got really into was Power Rangers. Yes. Mighty Morphin? Mighty Morphin. Oh, Mighty yeah. Morphin Power Rangers. Started watching that as a kid. That um, made me want to start doing Taekwondo when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And doing Taekwondo when I was a kid allowed me to meet Jason David Frank, the Green <gasps> Ranger, who came to my uh, uh, Taekwondo school and gave like a seminar when Whoa. I was like seven. Yeah, I have a. It's actually when he when he passed, uh, I guess last year. Yeah, I put up a picture on my Instagram of uh, a. I must have been seven years old, and uh, it's me and the Green Power Ranger. It was like the coolest thing ever. That is incredible. Oh, I love that. Uh, forty-one. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Me. 
I need the work. <laughs> All right. The offer's in the mail. The offer's yeah. in the mail. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you're, if you're going to make the movie. <laughs> 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Uh, well, I kind of, I kind of rub elbows with celebrities pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, my, uh, I guess the biggest, technically speaking, would be my close personal friend, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Of course. Uh, we go way back. But um, I, I haven't, I've, I've wrestled John Cena, actually. Mm. Um, they, uh, they, there was a point where they had John doing a bunch of dark matches after the show, dark main events. Yeah. And uh, I got to wrestle John, which was really cool. And he is now becoming one of the biggest celebrities ever. So, yeah, um, that's my bigger claim to fame. When I when I go to football camps and tell people that, yeah, I'm a wrestler now. And like, do you, you know, John Cena? I was like, yeah, I wrestled him. I took an F5. <laughs> or, uh, an FU. <laughs> I took an F5, too. That's true. Through an announce table. Some. uh yeah. Uh, it literally changed your name. A move yeah. so powerful. <laughs> Knocked me out. Never <laughs> never remembered it. Never heard from again. Question 43. TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about? Um, okay. Uh, there's a uh, D&D podcast, Playcast, that uh, I actually participate on because okay. as the American Gact, I I started listening to the show and I was like, I'm going to put myself on that show. So I contacted the people who did it and I've been doing it ever since, Amazing. <laughs> but uh, it's called thrilling intent. It's on YouTube. There's a bajillion episodes. They've been doing it for years since they were in like high school. Um, but yeah, everybody should check that out. It's been excellent for a very long time. That's amazing. It predates um like critical role and like the other the like the big D D like yeah. shows. He, he did that before that. You were out of the curve. 44. Favorite comedian. Uh controversially, it's probably Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. It's people it gets it, it might get me in trouble, uh, <laughs> depending on who's listening. But um yeah, he's been he's been real good for a long time. That's very true be hit or miss on opinions depending on who you are but um <laughs> bro's funny i, I hear Chappelle you shows Chappelle, Chappelle show is legendary uh it really is i will always say Chappelle show like season two is just as funny as any show has ever been it yeah pound you could throw pound. any episode from that season is just it would have it would kill me yeah uh 45 Best Saturday Night Live cast member. I don't watch Saturday Night Live very much. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. E I don't even know who all is on it. But uh, I, I watch. Um. My my dad will watch the uh, the news. The, what is it? The weekend update. Yep. Yep. Um. So whenever I'm home, and I was actually just recently home. He stays up to watch that and then falls asleep. <laughs> so uh, those guys. Okay. Hey, Colin Jost. Guys. Yeah, Jost and uh, Michael Shea. Michael Shea. Yeah. Absolutely. 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've done? Oh, jeez. Um, where to start? Uh, 
when I was uh, a sophomore in college, mm-hmm. I had it in my head because I had seen uh, the film Role Models mm-hmm. uh, that I wanted to LARP. Um, it, I, I've always wanted to LARP. I wanted to LARP in high school, but I didn't know how. So I made it a thing. I was like, I'm going to go and find a LARP in North Carolina. So I found a LARP in North Carolina mm-hmm. and I did that LARP. I slept in the woods for three days. Oh, wow. Yeah. They did it on long weekends. You could go out, sleep in a cabin and uh, live in the LARP for a little bit. And uh, the first time I went, they uh, everybody there was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> because i come out i i like i pulled up in my car and i walked out and i was like because i didn't know anybody i i, I could have died it was not, it's probably it's not the it's not just the nerdiest thing i've ever done it's probably the dumbest thing i ever did was drive <laughs> out into the woods in north carolina um and without anybody knowing yeah um and they were like uh, are you are you here for the lark i was like hell yeah i'm here for the lark <laughs> they were like wow you're you're very well fizz repped. I was like, yeah. <laughs> fizz repped. I work out. I work out. Oh. But hey, you survived. I survived. You lived to tell the tale. Your constitution held up. I, I LARPed. I LARPed before I uh ever played a Dungeons and Dragons game. That was my first kind of like and the and the rules were kind of Dungeons and Dragons based, like the classes and yeah. uh like stats were all kind of based on that, but that was the first thing I kind of did in that realm. Incredible. Uh, 47. Least favorite state. Does it have to be a state? <sighs> Can it be a province? I'll give you a province. I'll give you a <laughs> province. Yeah. So it wasn't Saskatoon, okay. but it was on the way to Saskatoon. Because uh, myself and Mansoor once uh, had a... Uh, a tour of western canada Mm. and we had a show in quebec so i think it was smackdown in quebec and then we set out set out to go west (laughs) because we had to drive to house shows we just started going west yeah and there is nothing between the metropolitan areas of like quebec and uh what vancouver over here is that how canada is shaped yeah, let's and go with that. So every province on the way there, <laughs> completely nothing, wow. completely garbage places. <laughs> uh, friggin' population of eight people in seven oil fields in every every square mile. Incredible, very scenic. Yeah, truly. No, not even scenic. <laughs> it was. It was. It was not beautiful. There was like it. I appreciate a drive through uh, the mountains to get to New York. Like if I'm going up the East Coast and I have to go through the Appalachians or something. Yeah, there was there was no beautiful mountains. It was just empty fields. It was like driving into the abyss. <laughs> Truly, America's hat. Step your game up, Saskatoon or whatever. Yeah, forty eight. Best thing you've ever won. That Beyblade tournament that we were talking yeah. about earlier. Yep, it's that because I did it in front of I did it in front of an audience. Oh, which it, makes it, really, it even it, better. Yeah, it justified it justified my uh, it justified years of being a Beyblade fan. <laughs> Forty nine. 
Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Yes, uh, I collect anime figurines. I collect uh, albums. I, I collect, if you can hear them right now, daughters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have three of them. Girls! <laughs> Fantastic collections. Question 50. Dubbed the Ryan Davis and the last of the fighting questions, I swear. You're in a fight to the death. With another person equal to your size, you're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife, knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? You gotta take the knife. Not even, like, I think I'd rather have the bat. I feel like the bat lends itself to my strengths a little bit more, because I'm not a... uh... I'm not a Navy SEAL, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I'd want somebody else to be fighting me with a knife. Yeah, you'd be handing the knife off to your opponent. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd take the knife just to keep it away from him. And I feel like I've watched enough, uh, you know, John Wick to know like, oh, yeah, you hold the knife like this and you treat it like a punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be all right. I just have to dodge a couple of bat swings and I think I can take one. Yeah, a little CQC with the knife. You could pull yeah, it off. Yeah, like I'm freaking spent snacks. <laughs> we need to take just the quickest of little breaks. So rest, relax, stretch a little bit. We have plenty more with the great Brennan Williams, Mace, whatever you want to call him. He's here. It's going to be rocking the second half of this episode. You know what else is going to be rocking? Your ears to the music from this show. Like the song that's playing right now from the Mini Vandals. Or the song that's going to play us back from break from DJ Williams. The opening song from Diala. Or the closing one from Single Friend. And hey, if you like what you hear here, check out some old episodes. There's some good ones back there. Maybe give us five stars wherever you listen. But, uh... Let's kick at it, too, here. I'm not quite done. Let's get to the second half of the show. We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about. It's the 99 Questions hotline? Hotline. Sure, that's what we're going to go with. I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show... If you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live. It's pre-recorded. But you know what I mean. I got the number right here. 732-592-9838. That spells out Real Wax Vet. That's right. Real Wax Vet. Like a veterinarian who's really made of wax. I don't know. All the good numbers are taken, so this is the closest one I could get. Real Wax Vet. One more time, that's 732-592-9838. Give it a call, leave a message, have a great day.
Question 51. What's your phone wallpaper right now? My phone wallpaper is my kids. Um, I, I, you can't. Oh. There's a, it's a silly picture. And then when you swipe up, then it's like a nice picture. But it's from like the same two pictures. That, um, that's adorable. Yeah, I had to. Um, it's like one of the one decent things that like because obviously I wanted to be, you know, an anime girl or something like something within me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it wants. To, that's what it wants to be. <laughs> but the moment I, be, I realized I had become a man was when I was like, OK, probably time to put my kids <laughs> in the front of my wallpaper. I had to get rid of your Yu Yu Hakusho wallpaper yeah, and put the kids out there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Yusuke. <laughs> you look so sick in this picture, but... <laughs> uh, 52. What's the last thing you Googled? The uh, last thing? Okay, let's let's find out. Oh, boy. Official let's... answers. I love this. Yeah, let's... Uh... Assuming it's not wildly incriminating... So yeah, that's what I'm it. trying to make sure. I might have. Uh, it was uh, synonyms for narc. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is incriminating. Hey, the world may never know. Yeah. Fifty-three. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? In my house, we have cats because mm-hmm. my wife is a cat person, and uh, all of my cats. Actually, that's not even true. I've had uh, one, two, four cats okay. in the in this in this run in this current having cats run, mm-hmm. and um, they're named after members of uh, a Japanese hair metal band <laughs> from the two thousands. Amazing! That sang the Death Note theme song <laughs> so uh, i i just got two new cats that are ruka and nia uh yomi uh unfortunately passed away last year mm. uh kuma is named after the bear from tekken he's he's an outlier but he's still here so he's he's still kicking nice. so the next one because there are five members of that band would have to be hitsugi that's pretty good that's a pretty good cat name honestly it's a good cat name yeah uh, 54. This is an interesting one. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Um, probably Masse from the Maximum Male Models. I see the resemblance. I... God, God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> Masse died going to his home planet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 55. What's your comfort food on a bad day? Pancakes. Yeah. I had a bad day. I'd go get some pancakes. Also, underrated dinner food, as you were saying before. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, my wife was just meal prepping for me because I'm a baby. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. she made me a sheet of, it's basically like protein pancake. Uh, it's like it's like rations. <laughs> it's like uh, just a snack to go to anytime I need a, like a protein intake. 
So they're like these little protein pancakes, but you made them in a sheet. So they're more like little protein pancake bricks. Ooh. So that's an all day food now. That's good. 56. Favorite smell? Uh, girl deodorant. Ooh. I use girl deodorant. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't like the, I don't like man smelly uh, smells like, uh, like tiger balls or whatever <laughs> it's like it'll be like axe tiger balls or something <laughs> like that. i don't like those smells yeah i want to smell like laundry yeah it's always like powder fresh or something yeah like, i like that so i always yeah i go to the feminine aisle and get my deodorant and uh to smell like laundry so i guess the answer is laundry and i just added myself for no reason <laughs> you know what if anything's making a, a headline on uh, Raja or whatever tomorrow, that's going to be the one right there. Girl deodorant. <laughs> y or N. Uh, 57. Best candy. I'm a, I'm a candy guy. Oh. I really like, I really like candy. Um, if I had one candy for the rest of my life, the candy that I get, I used to get, I've been on a really good, healthy kick, so I haven't had candy in a bit. Nice. That is jelly beans. I used to have to get jelly beans every week. Oh, that's a good one. Now, do you do you prefer the variety, or are you hunting and pecking for your favorites out of the bag? That's the variety because it's not. It's more like a, a medley flavor because I just throw them all in my mouth at the same time. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Fifty-eight worst candy. We were just doing like a Halloween candy tier list on the stream. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about uh, when we were kids, we'd always like, oh, yeah, I want warheads. Like you, you want like a candy that hurts you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we were, we were talking about how like at some point you just don't desire a candy that's painful. So I guess like. Any variety of those candies that are like, oh, extreme sour. It'll 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 make you look like this. <laughs> I don't want I don't want that anymore. I don't if, if I want candy, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. It is a weird section of that aisle that's just like what is it in the child's brain that just wants to be in pain? Yeah. What is with kids? I want I wanna hurt my mouth with candy and I wanna watch like <laughs> scary uh five nights at freddy's videos all the time yeah i think the kids long for the minds is what that says they, they don't um they don't experience enough danger <laughs> they long <laughs> for the minds i think we need to put the kids back to work you already here first folks I... <laughs> controversial take <laughs> 60 mm? nope 59 What's a restaurant you'd recommend? Uh, Kikuyama. It's not there anymore. <laughs> so I can't, it's a useless recommendation. Perfect. It's a uh, hibachi restaurant uh, right by my school, Catholic Memorial in West Roxbury. Mm -hmm. It's where uh, me and the boys would go if we ever uh, got to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good we knew the We knew the chef. Oh. We, had like a, we had like a good relationship. <laughs> it was like our hangout spot. That's amazing. Uh, question 60. What's a food you've never eaten? I've eaten most food. 
like I my brain went to like escargot, but I've had es- like I've had the snail. I I had to have like I tried. Yeah, I'm not a guy. I'm a try everything kind of guy. So I, like, if there is a food that I haven't eaten, I probably will eat it if it's put in front of me. So I don't think I have an answer. Ooh, okay. That's a very fair pass. I don't. There's foods that I don't like, but it's um. I can't think of one that I haven't eaten. <laughs> but you got to try it to know that you don't like it. Yeah, right? I got to try. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 61. Strangest food that you have eaten. Probably that escargot. Um, I was uh, with the Texans. The team was, uh, we went to a fancy restaurant mm-hmm. uh, for a dinner that I ended up having to pay for because I was a rookie. And... Uh, because I was paying for it, everybody ordered whatever was on the fancy <laughs> restaurant menu. <laughs> and one of them was freaking snails. Yeah. And they were out there, and I'm like, well, I'm paying for it, so I might as well try it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't taste bad. It, it, I, didn't, I didn't like the idea of it, but it was all right. Yeah, not bad. A little garlicky, usually. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, 62... What's a typical day off? Ironically, most days are days off for me right now. <laughs> Fair. Um, so the days off are kind of just, you know, wake up, work out. I take um, uh, my youngest daughter. She goes to school later than my other daughter. So I usually end up hanging out with her for like the beginning of the day. Um, we go and work. I don't leave my house. I, I got a I got a little workout set up in my gym in uh, my garage, so um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I'll come home. Uh, I'll take her to school. I come home and then I wait to go pick them up and be. At, uh, it's like I'm like an NPC. <laughs> Every day is the same. It makes you insane. <laughs> not a bad routine. No, that's fine. It's, and that's not even a day off. That's just a day on. It's every day. <laughs> Again, 40 days. Who knows? Yeah, 40 days. Yeah. 63. Bucket list item you accomplished. Uh, doing those jobs that I wanted to do when I grew up. Yeah. Just, that's, a, that's a dub. Yeah. Checkbox in both NFL and WWE. Not bad. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good bucket list. Like I can die without regrets in the uh, career department, I think. Uh, 64. Bucket list item. You probably won't accomplish. Well, I'm never going to skydive. Oh. I'm never going to skydive. When I got married, me and my wife got married in Hawaii. And uh, they they offer, like, a helicopter tour of, like, the volcanoes. Yeah. And um, I was much heavier at the time. I was, because I was an offensive lineman. So I was, like, 320 pounds. Mm-hmm. And we got to the helicopter tour, and uh, the guy was like, how much do you weigh? And I was like, 320. And they were like, we can't put you up in the helicopter. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> like, throw off the balance of the hel- And anything, I feel the same way about planes. Anything that's like, if the plane is thrown off by where I am on the plane, then I don't need to be there. Yeah. Uh, I have no interest treading in the places where man wasn't meant to tread <laughs> the sky and the ocean i am not the apex predator of either of those places <laughs> and so to those places i shall not venture 
this this seems like very sound logic to me. Uh, Just how I stay alive. Yeah. And you've been doing it so far. Still alive. <laughs> See? Meltzer report. Mace, still alive. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> uh, 65. Dubbed by previous guests the realest question of the bunch. Oh, boy. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Ooh, that's tough. That is tough. That is a real question. Well, yeah. Starts with fun and games and breakfast, and it gets down to this. And then it gets serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my childhood friends, uh, Chuck, I haven't talked to in a long time, and maybe I should now that I have actually had to face the fact that I haven't <laughs> talked to him in a while. Chuck's a big fan. He'll, you know, he'll Chuck, be there yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chuck, if you're listening, I'm gonna hit you up. Love it. Uh, sixty-six. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? A uh, game that makes me feel nostalgic. I played uh, Persona Three and Four and Q all at the same time. Holy cow! In a row which is hours and hours of gameplay. <laughs> uh, when my wife was pregnant with my first child, mm. my oldest daughter. So uh, whenever I play that, I specifically remember, because it, 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 it took me more than nine months to be on those games. Yeah. I, re- I, I remember uh, having my, uh, my first child uh, in Massachusetts at the time. And uh, having her on my chest and playing um, the PS Vita wow. in bed. <laughs> uh, it, it's a very vivid memory that anytime I play Persona 3, 4, or Q, which I don't play nearly as much, but 3 and 4 I go back to pretty regularly. Um, yeah. That's a, those are all like hundred hour plus games. I mean, that yeah. is no joke. <laughs> yeah, holy cow! I was like, oh yeah, I think I'd like this. <laughs> I did. I did like this. You've created life in the in the yeah. span of those games. It's incredible. I think. I, I think they don't even know, but I think they subconsciously hear Aria of the Soul in their head all the time <laughs> because my wife, who n- did not watch me play those games, knows the song. Because of all the hours I'd spend fusing personas in uh, in the velvet room, you've passed it along. Yeah, I think it, I think it was. I think they heard it in utero. <laughs> Good album, nice. Uh, Sixty-seven. What game have you spent the most time playing? Um, those are probably up there. Which also probably up there is probably like a game that I play all the time like an evergreen game like uh like a sieve mm. um like a crusader kings games that like oh yeah like you know you beat a game sometimes you don't go back to it but those games i'll play it for a long time and then go back in a month so maybe one of those yeah 68 what's something you've built with your own hands the computer that I'm talking to you on right now. Oh, I was so proud of myself. I had to get this new computer because I had gotten fired and I was like, <laughs> hey, I should probably take streaming a little bit more seriously. 
I can't run on my old computer that I got from my close personal friend, Shane Haste. Uh, nice. <laughs> he gave, he just gave me a computer and it ran, it ran good for me for a long time, but it was not running good. I could not change windows while streaming. It would crash the stream. So I invested in a new computer. Uh, I got all of the best parts I could. And uh, I did what I was terrified of, which was putting it together. And I put it, it took me an entire Saturday. Wow. But I, I managed. And now every time I turn it on, I look at it with pride. I'm looking at it with pride right now. <laughs> As well you should. That is, <laughs> that is a, a, a real feat there. Yeah. Uh, question 69. Nice. Best pickup line. <laughs> I don't have a good pickup line. <laughs> but uh, I met my wife in college, mm -hmm. and she noticed me, obviously. How could you not? And she noticed me because, as I said in one of the previous questions, uh, I was preparing for a LARP, That's and uh, another thing that uh, I made with my own two hands were my boffer swords. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She lived across the hall from me, and I was walking by with my big freaking cloud <laughs> foam sword <laughs> that I had just built. Uh, so the best pickup line is a buster sword, apparently. Works. We've been together ever since. Works every time. Every time. Uh, there's some joke there about something fantasy, final thing. a fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be better in post. We'll figure it out. I'll be, yeah, I'll be your final fantasy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be your ultimate. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? And it gets to me. I don't have any nicknames. Really? Not really. No. I always wanted like I always wanted my friends to call me like, like hey, shooter. Or something. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I always wanted a nickname that like my friends called me. And in high school, uh, everybody I went to boys' school, so everybody just called you by your last name. Oh yeah. um my name, my full name is Brennan Marcel Williams. So my initials are BMW. Oh. And uh, I always had, I had the fantasy of having some boys and they call me Beamer, like a BMW. That's good. But it, it never came, it never came to pass. Because what a cool thing to explain. Why do you call him Beamer? Like, oh, his initials. BMW. BMW. Like the car. <laughs> it's all there. Oh, yeah. I blame that more on your friends. They should have picked up. Yeah, on it's, that it's my friend's bit. fault. Yeah, yeah they should have. They should have done it. That, now, I mean, now I have a bunch of fake names, so everybody <laughs> calls me a bunch of different fake names. Um, I guess the best of which is Shogun. I still have some friends that call me Shogun. So that's good. Uh, seventy-one. Do you believe in love at first sight? I think it's. I think it's possible. Mm. I think it's, I think it, yeah, I think it can be. Hot take from the Beamer. Yeah, hot, uh, take, <laughs> hot take Beamer. <laughs> oh, what a cool guy I'd be if I was Beamer Williams. Man. 72. What's a big turn off of yours? I don't like talking about nothing. <laughs> mm. I don't like small talk. Gotcha. Um, 
I had to go, like was telling you earlier, I had to go to a, a birthday party today. Yeah. And the worst thing I can ever have to do is go out and talk to people that I don't know. Because uh, I just don't like talking about nothing. <laughs> so if you, it's like, oh, yeah, the, the weather. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I only have so many words a day for people that I don't know. <laughs> and you're using all of them. Oh, I'm, so. I'm, I'm hitting that ceiling on this show but, right uh, there. But you call me Beamer, so we're good. I love it. You, you're in. Yes, I knew it would pay off. <laughs> Uh, 73, do you consider yourself an artist? I guess so, yeah. Not even, not even just as, uh, you know, because one of my hobbies is drawing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think pro wrestling is an art. It's, it's a low art, but it's an <laughs> art. <laughs> I, I have no, uh, I have no inhibitions that it is like some kind of high art or something i don't i don't think it's that fancy we're still play fighting in our underwear but um there is an art to entertaining people and i think i'm a performer absolutely absolutely uh 74 what's something you tried to cook and failed i don't fail to cook things i'm not a good cook i'm not a bad cook (laughs) But what I am is a resourceful cook. And for my entire life, I uh, have consistently taken uh, random things that are in a pantry and and made some sort of meal out of it. And uh, so because of that reason, if something's going south, I'm able to turn it around. (laughs) I'm able to improvise. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. You gotta, you gotta adapt, adapt and overcome. Yeah. You know, because I had no plan to begin with, mm. so we can't <laughs> <laughs> can't go off the rails if there are no rails to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, no, I got some ramen in there. We got some eggs. Throw the eggs in <laughs> vegetables. Yeah, that's good for you. Yeah, throw that in the pot. Question seventy-five, dubbed the Ben Hansen, named after the first guest to this here show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? The greatest piece of art hmm? ever made. Hmm? Oh, that's good. I, I, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna. You said that I can think about these things. Oh, absolutely. Especially the most hyperbolic question. Yeah, what a what a heavy question ever conceived. <laughs> yeah, I have to think of. I'm I'm like like my brain is like. <laughs> going back into I have to go back to the cave like the cave paintings like, do I say do I say the cave paintings the first men who tried to convey something through <laughs> we'll start from the cave paintings and work our way up till uh <laughs> we're gonna work our way up to my favorite thing of all time that I could talk about for hours and hours <laughs> Evangelion which is the greatest art piece of all time I mean that's it that's it that's the one Evangelion yep I love it. 76. Have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal? No, but I've always been on the lookout. Yeah. When I, when I was a kid, we uh, at the library, which this might be the best book I ever read. There was a book <laughs> at the elementary school library about uh, aliens for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, for also some reason, it was also in the nonfiction section. Oh, they know. 
Yeah. So they know. Somebody knew. Mm-hmm. And um, I like had a, a year where I became terrified of uh, the men in black because it said in the book, and I was probably like uh, six or seven, it said uh, the men in black are known to visit people who have seen paranormal activity. (laughs) So I was always like, what if I act like, you you know, when you look up in the sky and you see like an airplane go by (laughs) and then you're like, I hope that wasn't an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if you accidentally stumble across it? What if I accidentally, like, I, I'm not looking for it. I don't want any trouble. <laughs> now the feds are We all are know how me. Will Smith turned out. He probably beat my ass. That's, oh, that slap? Oh, boy. It'd, it'd be rough. Uh, 77. Would you ever use a Ouija board? No. That's the right answer. No. That's the right answer. No. The same reason the same reason I didn't celebrate Halloween as a kid. I I was always uh told that if if you open yourself up to to the demons, mm-hmm. then they will come. And I leave the door closed. You're poking the bear. You're poking the bear with There's that no reason. Board. There's no reason to go there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Maybe if I go to it, maybe uh, if I find myself in a place where I need to use it, then it's a good character art. <laughs> if I need to use a Ouija board. It's like, oh, no, I only have one place to turn. <laughs> the ghosts. <laughs> in case of emergency, break glass, Ouija board behind it's it. It's somewhere in my house. <laughs> I need to talk to the ghosts. <laughs> uh, question 78. Simply, why? Why not? Now we're getting in business here. Yeah. 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? I would do uh, a Black Knight and time travel to, like, medieval Europe and just be the biggest guy ever. Oh, yeah. Those guys were small. I've been to a castle in Scotland. Those things are built for people who are like five foot two. <laughs> yeah. Those are for little guys. So imagine. Actually, no, this is the true. This is the true story of uh, the Black Samurai was uh, Yasuke, a guy who escaped slavery, ended up in Japan somehow. And because he was a towering 6'2, <laughs> he was just like, like the Shogun was like, yeah, that guy, that guy's going to work with me. And he just, like, imagine just being a huge guy in the olden days. Like, you become a god. <laughs> Truly. You have books written about you. Yeah, you become a legend immediately. I'd be the mountain. It would be awesome. <laughs> and nobody could beat me because they'd be the equivalent of nine-year-olds. <laughs> legend has it that the knight called the Beamer can take out all, <laughs> all covers. Sir Beamer the first, first of his name, <laughs> destroyed infinite nine-year-old knights. All of them. We watched him. All of them. <laughs> That's the reason the the age that was so low, the age <laughs> average. They called him the Black Plague. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, perfect. Uh. Question 80. 
Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Yes. Um, back to one of the things we said earlier, uh, when I stopped playing football, we just dropped everything and moved to Houston yeah. to learn how to wrestle. And we've been wrestling ever since. Um, it's kind of crazy to think about. I've been doing wrestling in some capacity for the better part of the past decade, where it's actually getting to the point where I'm getting close to ha having wrestled as long as I played football kind of thing, which is pretty nuts. <laughs> wow. Decade of destruction right there. Yeah. 81. What game show? past or present would you love to be a contestant on uh family feud Ooh. but i know that i'd get mad at my family <laughs> for blowing it for me <laughs> so maybe maybe one that i could do by myself <laughs> leave that behind i say that saying that i'm not that competitive but if i was on family feud we'd have to win there is no option. I only have good answers in my head. <laughs> and even if they weren't, you would clap and say, good answer, good answer. <laughs> good answer, good answer. <laughs> 82. What's a quote that you love? And I th I've actually thought about this. Oh. Uh, I love, there's a uh, phrase in Japanese that does not really exist in English. And I know this because I'm a weeb and a loser. Mm -hmm. uh, it's shogunai, which loosely translates to it can't be helped, which loosely translates to it is what it is. Hey. <laughs> I like that. Shogunai, you know? Shogunai. <laughs> 83. What's the best shirt that you own? Uh, well, if I uh, did have them printed and ready for you right now, it would be my shirts that you can get on fouryearwear.com. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of cool shirts. I'm a shirt guy. I got too many. <laughs> if you look in my closet, I've got about like 100 uh, black t-shirts. <laughs> and every time I bring home a black t-shirt, my wife gets mad at me. My favorite shirt right now is... Um, uh, myself and Mansoor went to a uh, Death Clock baby metal concert. Nice. Uh, Death Clock being the cartoon band from Metalocalypse and baby metal being the little girls that sing metal songs. And uh, I got a Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll clown that does cocaine t-shirts. <laughs> so that's up there. It's hot pink. It's pretty, it's pretty fire. That's sick. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, eight four. Would you change your middle name? No, my middle name's pretty cool. Yeah, Marcel. That is good. It's like it's kind of French. Um, from what I understand, I was named after a clock that uh my grandmother left to my dad oh. before I was born. Oh wow! So it's like it's like important, <laughs> but it's like a weird thing to be named. Like I could have been named after my grandma. <laughs> yeah, but but I was named after the clock that you left with. Yeah, but it's my middle name is Marcel. I like that. Yeah, which I didn't know how to spell until 
I was in college. Ooh. Because I used to think it was M-A-R-C-E-L my entire life. If I ever wrote down my middle name, which how many times do you write down your middle name? Yeah. It's M-A-R-C-E-L. Surely it's Marcel. Um, and then one day I saw my birth certificate <laughs> and it had two L's and I was like, what? I've been living a lie this whole time. What? Double L. Classic double yeah. L, Marcel. Double L. 85? What's a good impression you can do? A good impression that I can... I'm not great at impressions. Mm -hmm. But everybody who works in WWE has a good Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh. Can I get a little taste of it here? <clears throat> um, okay. So, we recently told a story about uh, when uh, we were doing a fashion show. It was a back-to-school fashion show. And uh, I had a lunchbox. And uh, the lunch, the spot for the show, very important, was Mansoor was going to get power bombs. Mm -hmm. Braun was going to retrieve my lunchbox and take a uh, bologna sandwich, which couldn't be canon because I'm a pescatarian, <laughs> and he was going to eat it. And, you know, yeah. So when he bulldozed us over, I lost the lunchbox. The lunchbox goes flying into the audience. <laughs> Perfect timing, yeah. And I'm thinking about how important this was to Triple H for some reason because <laughs> he really, really wanted. Braun to eat this sandwich. He kept on saying it when we were going over this segment. So I'm looking around. I'm like, where's the lunchbox? Where's the lunchbox? Braun looks back at me. He's like, where's the lunchbox, mice? I need the lunchbox. I'm like, sorry, Braun. I think it's in the crowd. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in there, power bombs next door. It doesn't know what to do for the end shot. It's got a sandwich deed, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Braun's great. We love Braun, but oh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <sighs> Legend has it that bologna sandwich is still out there somewhere. Somebody tried to give it back to me because oh. they saw that I was looking for it, but it was after the segment, so I was selling on the ground. Yeah, I'm crawling. I'm crawling up back to Gorilla, <laughs> and somebody's like, "Hey, you dropped your lunchbox," and I was like. I took it and then I threw it back into the crowd because I had the terrible thought that if I go back there and if I had the lunchbox with that sandwich in it, Hunter would think that I sabotaged the segment. <laughs> <laughs> he was going into business for himself out there. He went into business for sandwich. himself. He had the lunchbox the entire time. <laughs> He did not want Braun Strowman to get over in that moment. So I destroyed the evidence. Uh, I threw it away. Same thing happened in 82 with Bruiser Brody. Same exact yeah. thing. Uh. That's what that's what Sheik wanted to break Hulk Hogan's legs <laughs> over. A lunchbox spot. Classic lunchbox spot. Uh, um, 80. What was the question? Impression, of course. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo? You wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get. No, I've been pretty particular about tattoos. Um, I want more. Mm. I keep saying that I want more, but uh, I just don't. I just haven't gotten it yet. But um, like, I'm I'm pretty particular about not getting. I, I've I've always been very. For example, mm. 
I love Roroni Kenshin. It's the it was my first manga. Yeah. If I had gotten a Roroni Kenshin tattoo, then I would have to live with the <laughs> fact that I had a guy that's not very good's property tattooed on my body for the rest of my life. So I've always been more of like a an art, you know, let me get a meet an art piece. Yeah. Yeah. So I always I put a decent amount of thought into the into the tattoos that I get. So I, I haven't thought about getting something that I regret or appreciate not getting. Very nice. Uh, 87. How would you describe your 16 year old self? I was saved by my entire uh, youth was me being saved from bullying by the grace of something else. <laughs> okay. I was not very cool. I wanted to be an, a, a cool anime guy. I wanted to be like I was in Kingdom Hearts. But um, because I was the star of the varsity football team, <laughs> I could not be bullied. Yeah, yeah. makes it tricky. So, um, 16 year old Brennan was not very cool. He had a good group of friends that all, we all thought we were very cool, <laughs> but we were not. <laughs> uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? The worst one, the most life changing one, is probably uh, when I tore my knee up. On the first day of training camp in Houston, Oof. Um, literally the first thing I did, the first time on the field, um, I had been drafted, so I was a draft pick. There was a lot of like buzz about me because uh, I was picked in the third round. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I got onto the field, somebody from another drill came in and uh, just fell, and it clipped me in the back of the knee. And I had already had a bad knee from college. There, I had some issues there. Yeah. And um, that's why I stopped playing football. <laughs> so Oof. that's it's worse in that it changed, but maybe for the better. I don't know. Maybe maybe if I didn't stop playing football, I don't start wrestling. I'm not here talking to you now in the same way. So, um, but def definitely the most impactful injury. Yeah, for sure. I got I got a bajillion surgeries or whatever, <laughs> but. <laughs> 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Habit I want to I want to stop looking at my phone. Mm, <laughs> yeah. You know the you know the kids, they'd be looking at their phone and they do. Uh I, I do I do be looking at my phone a little bit too much. It's right there. I mean it's right it's there. Right there. I I I am a TikTok addict. And uh, I was in a late adopter because I was like, oh, this stuff's stupid. I don't want to watch dances. <laughs> but when the algorithm trained itself on me, that foreign algorithm, <laughs> yeah. when it learned what I liked, it learned what I liked. It knows. It knows. Uh, question 90. Getting on the home stretch here. We're close. Have you ever lied on your resume? Uh well, the only job that I had to apply for was that job at D'Angelo's. Yeah, and uh, fortunately, I knew the owner, so I kind of just got the job. Nice, nice. Now you didn't have to make the sandwich that was in the lunchbox later for the lunchbox spot, right? That wasn't. I didn't. Okay. I didn't have to. I didn't have to utilize my uh, professional expertise. <laughs> 
as a D'Angelo's sub technician. Sub technician. Subway has sandwich artists. D'Angelo's are sub technicians. Yeah. Sub technicians. Yeah, different. you work out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ninety-one. <laughs> have you ever punched someone in the face? Uh, yes. Yeah. Not at work. Because mm-hmm. I'm a good worker. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, yes, I, I punched my, uh, my like a cousin, uh, god brother, uh, Tim Caver. Shout out to Tim. Nice. Uh, we got into a fight because we had spent too much time together one summer. <laughs> he's a year older than me, but he's half my size. But we, we got along great. But it's that thing when you're like 12 and you spend too much time with your friends and then something gets on your nerves. We got into like a weird fight where I remember the fight, but we must have been throwing some weak sauce punches because I punched him in the face. He punched me in the face. And then like we started laughing and then we just <laughs> were like, <laughs> we went back to playing video games. And I don't remember being hurt in any capacity, but I punched him in the face. And uh, I guess that's more of a testament to how weak my punches were at 12 years old. You had a good working punch from age 12. Yeah, maybe I was just working. (laughs) He gave the big flipper to... I was giving giving him the uh, (laughs) the armpit slaps. (laughs) The Ric Flair's. (laughs) You got him in the corner. Yeah, it was a whole deal. Ninety. Two, would you ever go to a nude beach? No, I don't think I have it in me. Mm. One, it's like the the thing they always say. It's not like it's not the people that you want to see at the nude beach at the nude beach. You know, yeah. it's and I, I I need to leave for me personally. I need to leave something to the imagination. I'm an enigma. <laughs> if I go out, Fair. if I bear, if I bear everything to the world. Then uh, somebody has seen everything. <laughs> Got a good point here. Yeah, it's very rarely like, who's that at the nude beach? The yeah, it's like Dolphins whoa, cheerleaders. <laughs> like who? What? <laughs> no, it's just like seventy-year-old dudes. Yeah, weird old hippies. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, ninety-three. Somehow not the realist question. When was the last time you cried? Uh, the last time I cried. I didn't cry when I got fired. Mm. I don't know. It's been a minute. Maybe maybe I need one. (laughs) 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 Things things have been pretty good. It's not... I don't know. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Maybe that's why I was almost crying when I was listening to that Attack on Titan song. <laughs> <laughs> something's uh, something's building up. Something's brewing under the surface. Something's a brewing. Ninety-four. What's something you've done and will probably never do again? There's got to be something. I've done a lot of things. I'm probably not going to eat snails again. <laughs> Fair. I didn't like it that much. I did it once. Even if you head back to to Perry. Even if I go back, maybe, maybe now. See, that's 
that's and and I would never I would never shut off myself to anything like that because maybe <laughs> I do end up in Paris yeah. and then uh, after a nice walk past the local bench turd, I go to a <laughs> five star restaurant, which is probably the best in the world, right behind said bench turd. Yeah, Paris is fascinating, man. Like, was... <laughs> you know, there's an entire syndrome of like people who. Uh, people in japan who are really like upset like the the equivalent of me with japan it's japanese with france oh really and then they go to then they go to france they go to paris and they get horrible depression because it's awful <laughs> it's called paris syndrome i've never <laughs> and heard it's pretty of common it's pretty common where people who are, are obsessed with paris in french culture in japan go to actually go to visit one day and they're like oh that was awful. <laughs> I'd like to imagine they all see the same turd on the same bench. <laughs> and that turd's been there for 50 years. They can't get rid of it. At this point, it's a it's a landmark. <laughs> it's, it's like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> uh, 90, 95. Best compliment you ever received? Uh, Jay Uso told me once that I was low-key big AF. Oh, possibly because of the character I played. Uh, people forget that I'm I'm six eight and uh, nearly three hundred pounds. So um, every once in a while, and it wasn't just Jay, but Jay's the one that coined the phrase "low key big AF." <laughs> <laughs> um, Shelton also once Shelton Benjamin once also told me that I was like, "You're you're kind of." big (laughs) so the compliment isn't necessarily that i'm big the compliment is that uh i carry myself in such a way that people forget that i'm big yeah because i always i always didn't want to be like a big huge guy when i was uh like i said when i was a 15 year old i wanted to be in kingdom hearts and as i started growing in size, I was getting further and further from my Sora esque physique, <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't be a little cute anime boy anymore. What's funny is that, like, I, I think I had that exact realization when in one of the WWE video games you're in, you're listed as like the giant class, and I, yeah, even in my head, I was like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, at the and like at the end of the day, I at the end, at the end of the at the road, I'm. A little bit taller than Braun. Whoa. I'm not as big as Braun. Whoa. I am a little bit taller. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, there's, uh, who's taller than me? Anybody? Nobody. Yeah. Low-key low big AF. I mean, really. Low-key big AF. <laughs> it sums it up perfectly. Oh, uh, Almas. Almas is bigger than me. Oh, yeah. Almas is up there. 96. Tell me a joke. <laughs> Why did this come to my head? A man goes to the doctor, <laughs> says he's not feeling so good. The doctor says, No, Pagliacci, the clown, is in town. He should make you feel better, cheer you up. Mm-hmm. And the man looks at the doctor and says, But, doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> <laughs> Insert thunder sound effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, very nice. I like that you did it in full. Uh, what Rorschach? Uh. <laughs> cool, cool Bob Dylan song. Plays. 
97. 97 used to be a question that I came up with that just wasn't all that good. So I took it and I replaced it with the listener question of the week. Uh, So if any of our wonderful listeners have a question they want to see used on a future episode, it's 99. Of course, the number 99 questions pod at gmail.com or 99 questions pod on Twitter. And this week, because it's my show and no one can tell me otherwise, I chose two questions to be the question of the week, because why not? Whoa. Uh, This first one actually came in, I like this one, on our 99 questions hotline. Uh, you got a hotline? Oh, I got a hotline, baby. Who, who mans the hotline? <laughs> uh, Google Voice. Uh, <laughs> a free Google Voice account that creates a voicemail uh, where people can leave that. questions. Uh, so if people have questions, uh, it is, of course, 732-592-9838, which of course spells out Real Wax Vet. All the good acronyms were taken, <laughs> so I had to settle for real wax vet. Uh, you, yeah, it's, well, it's just Veterans Day, and you're waxing vets. We're waxing vets here. We thank them for their service. Uh, <laughs> and we have a lovely voicemail here from Dory. Hey, Bob, it's Dory. Um, I just wanted to leave this little voicemail for Brendan Williams. Uh, Brendan, big fan of Maxwell Male Models. You, as must say, uh, just incredible. Um and I just thought y'all did such a great job um, using that gimmick as this incredible goofy wrestling for life, as Simon Miller would say. Um, yeah, I don't really know, like, what singular question I would ask you about Maxo Male Models, but, like, I guess, like, the foremost one is, like, what would be one of your favorite, like, gimmicks or favorite promos that you did, uh, how I was working with L.A. Knight, that kind of stuff. Um, y'all just seemed like you were having such a great time with it. And I just want to thank you again for doing that gimmick because it was so awesome. Um, I was watching the product at the time. Uh, and I just want you to know, don't let any old guys in Gorilla tell you otherwise. It was a great gimmick. All right, bye. Ironically, it's the old guys in the back that loved it. <laughs> tell us about how it uh, harkens back to a bygone age Ooh. of Adrian Streets. <laughs> like, legendary uh, feminine exoticos. Yeah. Um, my favorite, I guess it's not really a promo, but uh, the best thing I think I think we ever did was um, uh, on YouTube because uh, they wouldn't put us on TV. Uh, LA Knight had actually just left us to go get the push of a lifetime. Yeah. And uh, we were off TV uh, for the better part of uh, like four or five months. And we were like, um, well, let's just do something because we, we're creative guys um surely uh somebody will appreciate that we'll put the work into this gimmick that we didn't come up with and uh we did our youtube show making it maximum which is like 10 episodes of uh season two Chappelle show comedy gold (laughs) um we did all of it ourselves uh we wrote it we filmed it on our own uh we got the help of uh andrew carr who's an excellent video uh cameraman and he actually edited it for us but um yeah it was it was like some it was magic man like i I wish we could have done more and it was what got us moved to raw and put in um 
the storyline with the uh, Alpha Academy that would never get a payoff, <laughs> but because everybody liked it so much and they saw it, it was like, wow, these guys are actually really entertaining. Um, that's what kind of gave us that moment, which is really cool. So, yeah, that is incredible. Um, it really is some hilarious stuff. I mean, you guys were, were I, we killing loved it. it. It was so much, and it was, there's, I could, talk your ear off about the production of it because we'd get canceled one week and then we'd be back <laughs> and they'd be like we need three more episodes and <laughs> but it was it was ups and downs and we would film them in a day like we'd write and film it in like a day and then get it turned around so they could go out because uh for some reason they were kind of on us about making it um but yeah everything works out as it should yeah truly Except for that payoff with the Alpha Academy yeah, stuff. <laughs> except for the payoff with the Alpha Academy. Never say never. True, true. Uh, and then uh, second question here. I love this one from Connor Finnegan. Uh, two-part question. Two-part question on a second question, question for the community question. I'm it's like three questions. This is just... T- turn off the podcast. Everyone just turn off no. the podcast. We're going to go over. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um, Connor Finnegan asks do you have a favorite segment that you were a part of as maximum male models or wwe in general also if you had to come up with a retribution style name for bob right now what would it be excellent question connor okay well starting off with the retribution name yes um name a weapon (laughs) um six inch non-serrated knife Six-inch non-serrated knife. Um, your retribution name should be Sixer. <laughs> Man, that's too accurate. That's Mace T-Bar Sixer. Sixer. And speaking of one of my favorite segments, <laughs> here's one. Here's one from the retribution days. Oh, okay. Uh, we were on main event. We had a, uh, we were doing Ms. TV on main event for some reason. Interesting. I don't know why. It could have easily been on Raw, but it was on main event. And uh, me and uh, T Bar, who will, I will only refer, refer to as T Bar. His Christian what, name. Yeah. This is Christian name. That's what <laughs> Daddy Vince named him. That's what he is to me. And we, Double choke slam the gobbledygooker. It was a Thanksgiving episode of main event. And uh Gobbledygooker, first ballot Hall of Fame. It's a legend. So one of the, you know, one of the more famous workers that I've ever worked with. Um, probably the biggest Survivor Series debut of all time. Uh the gobbledygooker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the biggest on that show that he was on for sure. <laughs> you'll, um, you'll find no fault from me. That was that was probably one of my favorites. I don't have any cool segments. <laughs> oh, I do have a cool segment. No, that's not even true. Um, I'm wearing this uh, this fiend T-shirt. Oh, uh, we as Retribution had a really cool segment that you'll never see again because Retribution was such a garbage fire that they'll never show it. With uh, the great, the late great Bray Wyatt, um, it was a really cool moment where uh, 
Bray is in the ring with Alexa. They're doing like this cool like Harley and Joker thing where they're like holding hands and the lights go out and we pop in and then we circle them like sharks and then the lights went off and then they disappeared. It was really cool. Sick. <laughs> the coolest retribution ever looked because we look cool at the, in the moment. <laughs> amazing. And amazing questions uh, from Dory and Connor Finnegan. Thank you so much. Question 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Um, well, kind of like we said earlier, um, I had two things that I wanted to do. And um, I think partially because of the fact that my dad was a pro football player. Uh, weird jobs and uh, dreams were never really... Nobody ever said, oh, yeah, you can't do that. That's too hard. So I, I guess the the perfect storm of that scenario and not being smart enough to realize that I shouldn't try things <laughs> uh, probably made me who I am today. Because uh, since then, I've tried everything that I wanted to try and put myself anywhere I could. So, uh, And I intend to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, as well you should. You're, you're two for two. Why should you not? Three for three, three for if two. we're counting D'Angelo's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, everybody wants to grow up to be a D'Angelo's <laughs> sub-engineer. Uh, but here we stand, top of the mountain. Question 99. The titular question, if you will. What do you want to be remembered for? Um, I would like to be remembered for... And it's it's funny because I used to say this all the time when I got interviewed when I played football and uh, early on was that I wanted people to be able to like things uh, outwardly. Mm. Um, so when I was a kid, uh, as much of a nerd as I was, I was very much I very much felt like I needed to keep those things to myself because I didn't want to get made fun of um, until. I realized that I had this great shield of being a Chad athlete. And then I started just openly liking these weird things that I liked. And then it, it, the weight that it took off my back when I no longer hid what I was listening to on my, in my music or what I was watching or what I was playing or what I was drawing. Um, so whenever I talk to kids, I, I have a, football camp that I'm a part of that my dad owns and I partially own. We do it every year. I always tell kids to just let your freak flag fly, do whatever, you know, it is you like as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. And that allows you to find those other people that like those things like you. That's how you make friends. That's how you solve the friggin' lonely loneliness epidemic that we're experiencing where people don't have real relationships because everybody's kind of superficial and not really communicating their true selves. Um, and since I started, you know, I, I'm not going to take credit for it or anything, but uh, boy, do you see a lot of football players that are doing uh, anime references when they're walking to the stadium now yeah. and stuff like that. And and I just remember people were like, oh man, I didn't know football players like Naruto or whatever. And I was like, man, I used to talk so much about stuff in the locker room with guys that you would never know. And if they only knew that you could, you could do both. 
um, you take a weight off their back too. So if I could be remembered for anything, it'd be that. It just uh, um, find the people that like the things you like so that you can have good friends. <laughs> that is amazing. I, I absolutely love that. I really do. Um, and uh, I wish I could ask you more questions here. You only have 99, and you technically, that last one was like three. Yeah, I cheated like several times here, so. Yeah, so we got to like 101 questions. <laughs> Which, I would have to change the podcast art, it like, it's a it whole Mess thing. up everything. It change the RSS feed, it's gonna throw everything off here. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Brennan, truly, uh, thank you so much for doing this. This has been an absolute pleasure uh, having you on the show here. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Uh, is there anything you want to plug or promote or waft into the ears of our wonderful listeners here? Anything at all? Uh, the floor is exclusively yours, sir. Why, yes, there is. Uh, in 40 days, I'll be able to work wherever I want. So if you want to see me or my friend mentor anywhere at your local independent promotion, tell your local independent promotion that you would want to see us. We'll go anywhere. We have no shame. But in the meantime, you can check me out on twitch.tv slash greatblackotaku, where you can see me stream three times a week, every week. We play video games, we talk, we do a bunch of silly stuff. And then on top of that, you can get t-shirts, you can get Mason Mansour t-shirts, or just Mace t-shirts, which are the cool anime reference ones, at foryourwear.com. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Follow me on twitch.com, greatblackotaku, anywhere you look. It's great black otaku, it's branding, it's strong, and it's never changing. <laughs> I cannot thank Brennan Williams, Mace Williams, enough for being on the show. What an absolute gem. He was saying 40 days till he becomes a free agent, but as of the day this podcast releases, it's 19 days till he is the hottest free agent in all of wrestling. Beamer is going to light it up. But it's last call time. Let's figure out what we learned here today. We learned that Brennan is a threat. He can DDT a horse. He can win a Beyblade competition. He can beat up every nine-year-old. As long as there isn't a lunchbox involved, he's probably going to win. We learned that we deserve the Dunkachino back. Start a petition. Get Al Pacino on it. I don't care. If McDonald's can have the cookie tote sitting in the shadows, Duncan can bring back the Dunkachino in the spotlight. We learned that the Paris Turd Bench is a national monument. We learned that the Baby Grinch is nostalgic now. And we learned that Brennan is low-key big AF. Now, if you'll excuse me, I got a notification on my phone from PW Insider that says Mace wears girl deodorant. I want to read about that. I'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Until then, thank you and good night.